Live from the heart of Lincoln, America, welcome to Ticket Weeknights on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Walk on weekly. Walk Let's on. do it. Yep, walk on weekly. Uh, happy Halloween, everybody. Um, very spooky today, I guess. Um, good spirits. Let's uh, see another Halloween. Favorite holiday? Uh, Christmas, for sure. Mm. How about yourself? Where, where does Halloween rank for you, though? Definitely two. Number two? Yeah. Okay. I would say okay. as, I, as I got older, I started liking Halloween a lot more. Mm. than I did when I was younger. Fair enough. That's for sure. Yeah, probably Christmas for me. Although, my thing is, let's not skip over Thanksgiving. Like, yeah. so many people go Halloween, Christmas. Mm-hmm. Thanksgiving exists. True. I'm a Thanksgiving guy. I'm yeah. there for it. What do you like about like Thanksgiving so much? Well, number one, I just like being able to like take a deep breath, right? You, you just start college basketball season. There's a lot of great hoops going on yep. during that week. Let's not skip over that. Like, I'm a big college basketball guy. I don't need the NBA Christmas stuff. I need my Thanksgiving college hoops. And, you know, Christmas is great. I get it. It gets the hype. It lives up to it. But, man, we'll get there when we get there. <laughs> Chill. What's, what's, like, your favorite food? Oh, like boy. Thanksgiving? <sighs> a little bit of everything, you know? Okay. Like, I'm not going to pick favorites there. I'll, gotcha. if, it's, if it's on the spread, I'm eating it. I'm going for it. It's Halloween, though. What's your go-to candy? What are you getting? Go-to candy would have to be either, like, Starburst or, like, Skittles, I would say. Okay, what? Rank- or oh. even, like, Twix. You can never go wrong with Twix, I feel like. What is the correct Starburst ranking? Correct Starburst ranking? Yes. Um, for me, I'd go red, pink, uh, orange, and yellow. I am the exact opposite. Which one? Yellow, like- orange, pink, red. Really? Yeah. Yeah. What about Skittles? Skittles, okay. Um, yellow, orange, the original lime, not the apple ones. Okay. Yeah, not about the apple. I'll do it, but... It's not bad. Yeah. Um, so yeah, yellow, orange, green, red, purple. Red's that low? Red, purple. Mm-hmm. The oh, the wow. red and the, the purple candies, I just get so just huge cough syrup vibes. Okay. I'm okay. just not about it. I'm not with it. I got you. I got you. That makes sense. I get that. It's not for everybody. I mean, for me, I'd go red. <laughs> Fair enough. Uh, original Skittles or sour Skittles? Uh, original for sure. Same. Can't really. I mean, you can't go wrong with sour, but like, I feel like original is just like where it's at. I'm with you. I'm with you. Favorite costume you ever wore? Costume? Ooh. Uh... It has to be someone when I was younger because I don't really like dress up that much anymore. Um, can't exactly remember, but did you go as like athletes? Were you an astronaut? Anything no, like that? I've never, no? never been anything like that. Okay. Um, probably like, I guess like a Marvel character when I was younger, like probably like Spider Man or something like that. Is Spider Man your favorite Marvel character? No. Who is Thor? Okay. How about okay. yourself? Respect. Um. Thor's up there. Captain America's up there. Yeah. Spider-Man, probably. I mean, I know he's not Marvel, but Superman's my favorite superhero, Okay. I would say. Marvel movies are better, without a doubt, but Superman, that's the go-to. Superman? Mm-hmm. Can't get wrong with Superman. I like Superman. 
Uh, what about what do you think about Batman? Batman's dope. Sam was I actually respect him. Sam was actually Batman over Halloween. No way. Last past weekend, yep. Hmm. Got to ask him about it when he comes in. Yeah, yeah, Sam. Where you at, Sam? <laughs> we'll save that. Nah, he'll be. What, here, what were you Sam. over the weekend then? If Sam was Batman, um, I didn't dress up. Nah, didn't. You just wanted Jeffrey I mean, Grace, just big yeah, enough. Yeah. I mean, like we had a game the next day, so like couldn't really ah. do much in that. Per well, se. some people did apparently. Yeah, a lot, <laughs> a lot of people did, but I don't know. It was just like, I mean, I went to like get amount of costume stores to like look around, but like nothing really was really like matching the vibe. So I was like, ah, all right, well, I guess I'll just like show up <laughs> and just call it a day. But, That's all it's for, right? I mean, I mean, you're in college. Yeah, it was it was great vibes. I mean, uh, good with good people, obviously, but um, didn't really participate in in this year. Who who was the best participant? Participant? <laughs> yeah. Who who went who went all out the best for Halloween? Yeah. Um, I would either say Sam or Rink, for sure. Ooh, okay. So Sam, we heard you were Batman. What was Rink? Rink was a pirate. Rink was a pirate. Hmm. Could well, he pull like, off a pirate? Yeah, I feel like what he had on was and and his uh, he had a black eye from his incident, and <laughs> his eye patch covered it perfectly. Yeah, so ah. like, it was like it was like perfect. Like it matched very well. <laughs> I would I I think that's a really smart way around it, right? I mean, on the one hand, rep it like you got a shiner. Okay, that's pretty tough. That's pretty dope. But if you're embarrassed by it, you just don't like seeing it. Like being a pirate, having an eye patch. What better costume? No, I mean, I think I th- I was trying to tell him the whole time he could have used it for his costume, but it had gotten small enough to where it wouldn't have been that good of a costume, anyways. So yeah, he just covered it. It was, it was easy. We couldn't do that much. It was the night before the game, so we just hung out. Yeah. I mean, just for a little bit. But what were some of the something. ideas with the shiner? I didn't have any like complex ideas. So I was like, yeah, just <laughs> just make it part of your costume. That'd be cool. Fair enough. Yeah. Fair enough. It's basketball season. It is. You played a game. Indeed. Indeed. What was it, what was it like to be back prepping for an actual opponent? Amazing. Uh, it's honestly satisfying because. Like, we're not playing ourselves anymore. So, like, now we actually have to, like, go play another component, um, which helps a lot because it's what the fans want to see, you know? Mm. Like, what we work for this whole summer. Um, obviously, people come back healthy and everything, like, getting better in each and every day. But, I mean, like, they kind of got a glimpse of what it actually will be like. But, like, once it unfolds, I feel like when everybody's healthy, they'll see something special that they haven't seen in a while. What's it been like with guys in and out and out and in? Like, it's preseason. You need to get your reps. You need to get your chemistry. And what's it been like with guys just mixing and matching basically all preseason? Yeah, I mean, we have been very unlucky with just, like, even small injuries. Josiah had, he did, like, gotten ready off his ankle surgery. And then the day he was supposed to come back, he tweaked his back. Uh, it, he, it didn't keep him out very long, but just small stuff like that. And then obviously the ring thing, unfortunate case, a thing, unfortunate. I, I had an ankle roll and a back issue, like small things that have been annoying, but I mean, we're just grateful. There's been nothing big mm-hmm. and we just hope that continues because we know we'll have our full team back soon enough. Um, but yeah, I mean, it teaches you a lot about what you have to do to get your body right and kind of learn from every injury you get on how to take care of your body better. Mm. So I think in the long run, it will honestly be helpful 
And, you know, even getting some rest for some of these, some of us is not going to be a bad thing because I know we're going to need our legs by the end of the year, too. I, I do have to ask, which was bigger, Casey's swollen ankle or his bicep? <laughs> I didn't see his ankle yet. He said it wasn't that bad of swelling, but still probably his, his ankle. <laughs> his ankle. The picture looks very bad. Uh, Do you guys see how sideways it was? Did you see yeah, the picture? That, yeah, that was unbelievable. It looked very gruesome. Man. Okay, so Jeff, you have the litany of questions for me with the Halloween stuff. Yeah. Ask him to Sam. We need the answers from him too. All right, so Sam, what's your favorite candy on Halloween? Ooh, um, my grandma sent me like a little care package okay. that I got yesterday. And... I'll, I'll give two answers. So she makes this, tra- it's like a sweet trail mix. It's checks and it's got like brown sugar, like, and I think it's like corn syrup or something, but it doesn't like sound the best, but you have it and you're like, oh my God, this is the best, like sweet mix of the- like there's M&Ms, pretzels, nuts, all of it, but it's so good. And she always sends me that when she sends care packages. So that's my favorite thing to eat right now. Shout out, Grandma. Um, shout out, Grandma. Yeah, shout out. And she also sent me, probably my favorite candy is these, the mini Chewy Sweet Tarts. I don't those know if good. you guys those have Those are good, those. too. Those, those, are, are good. those are fire. Yeah. Yep. What's like, if you had to rank the Starburst? Starburst? And, and Skittles. Where would you put the ranking? Well, Skit, uh, okay. Let's of see. like each flavor from one to five. or like Starburst, one. I think it, it's clear for me, at least. Red, pink, and then you can go orange, yellow. It doesn't really matter. Yep. Yep. I'm the odd man out. I am the exact opposite. It's yellow, yeah. orange, pink, red. You have yellow first? Yellow's first. That's what I said. All day. I will what? go out there, grab Starburst, and prove it. <laughs> I'm, doing, I'm doing it. Y'all keep going. I'll be back. Yeah. Give me, give me a red. I'll take your red. Now, if you had to say Skittles, what would you say? Ooh, that's a good... Dude, I, lo- I used to love the lime, and they brought it back. Yeah. You know they brought it back? Yeah. Yeah. So I think lime, uh, I like grape. Uh, grape is really good. Grape is very good. That's This is tougher. Um, so there's there's grape. There's straw, it's strawberry, right? Yeah. Let's do a color. Purple, red. And yellow. Yellow, green. Mm-hmm. Is that what it is? Mm-hmm. Orange. And orange. Dude, they're all good. Um, I love candy. I do too. Uh, let's see. I'm gonna go number tough. one. I, they're all really good. They're hard. They're different. Thank you. Perfect. Let's see what we got. A little unpackaging. Pink orange. That's solid. We'll take a pink. Oh, let's go. Red and pink. What a day. That's the best one. All right, red and pink in my first one. Tr- y'all, y'all can have those. <laughs> Fight them. All right, number two. It, let's see. Ah, jackpot. Oh. Double yellow. Double yellow. That's yeah. You're the and, only person to ever get excited over that. And there were two just loose ones. Two <laughs> loose yellows. I'm about it. Look, I think we're all happy. Look, look at us. Yeah, look at you. I'm enjoying uh, it. So, go back to the, the topic, though. Ranking the Skittles. I think I got to go lime, number one. Mm-hmm. Green. And then I love purple. I don't know why I love purple. Then let's go... Orange, red, yellow. What about like, you guys? What like you, did you guys answer that already? I said red, uh, green, uh, purple, orange, yellow. Yellow, orange, again. Okay. Obviously, I know what I'm about. Loves yellow. Loves yellow. It's true. I respect it, though. I, respect I know it. what I'm about. 
Mm-hmm. You know, if no right. one else likes them, it's more for me. That's true. Um, That's the lime, much better than the apple. Yeah. Definitely lime Way over better. apple. I will take red over purple, though. Okay. That's Skittles. fair. I think For they're Skittles. all, yeah, Skittles are closer to me. They're tougher to rank. Most definitely. We were asking uh, what's like throughout the years, what's been like your favorite costume that you've worn? Another good question here. Um, what, did you answer this too already? Yeah. What was yours? Mine was when I was younger. I went as, uh, I think I said Superman. You said Spider-Man. Spider-Man. Mm-hmm. Can you see Jeff as Spider-Man? Not right now, but when I was younger. Can, can you sure. see Jeff right now as Spider-Man? I see you as Superman, not Spider-Man. Yeah. Mm. It's a good one. Um, best costume. Let's see. I went as, uh, are you guys Office fans? I went as Prison Mike. <laughs> Prison Mike might be my best costume that I've done. Did you do the voice with it? Of course. <laughs> Prison Mike. The, the, the Dementors. <laughs> yeah. It's like your soul. Prison Mike's got to be my best. And then my twin brother went as uh, Michael Scott from Diversity Day where he's got the oh, no. Martin, Martin Luther oh, King no. note card on his, on his forehead. I actually think I remember oh, you no. wearing this. Oh, yeah, that was when we visited uh, yeah. uh, Back to Chicago. Chicago. Yeah, I remember that. Great time. Yeah, his, top, his costume was very top tier, I would say. <laughs> a little create, creativity. Mm-hmm. Goes that, a long way. Definitely outside the box, for sure. Simple, too. Just, a, just like a button-down white shirt and a purple bandana. You just had to look up Prison Mike bandana. You can <laughs> buy it. It's easy. I'm going to do this right now. I have to see this. <laughs> oh, the other one was... Uh, where does Halloween rank among the holidays for you, Sam? Yeah, so like, what's like your favorite holiday? I think it's number two for me. Or three, I don't know. Me and Sam two, two or three. Me and Sam think like... Look at you guys. That's why you have a show together. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it's a little bit kind of skewed for me because I think, honestly, like 4th of July might be my favorite holiday because hmm. we go to my lake house in Minnesota. My family's always there, and it's just always so much fun. But it's hard to put that over Christmas. And then Halloween can also slip in there. So it kind of depends on the mood. Mm. Um, Let's say, got to have Christmas one or the July two, Halloween three for me, personally. Mm. I would say 4th of July definitely got bigger as we got older. Uh, It's always been big for me, though. That's why I love it so much. But for me, I would say it definitely got more celebrated. As I got older, and like a lot of people enjoy it a lot more than how we were. There's so much more you can do when you're 16 plus on 4th of July. Very true. See, for me, like when I was little, like second grade, whatever, we were on the lake, so I just go tubing, whatever. It was the time of my life. So, literally, every year has been so much fun. 4th of July might be number one for me. That's tough. And there's a lot of like different, like, kind of shows you can go to in Chicago, especially, or like anywhere honest like they're always like having something going on especially around that time i think right now fourth of july is number one for me just because it's off season too (laughs) because like when it's a holiday you just want to relax and do your own thing and christmas time like you're preparing for games still (laughs) yeah what's that like over christmas break everyone else is just chilling there's nothing going on and y'all are like full game plan it's kind of nice because you're just like 
okay, sweet, we can just focus on basketball. Day. There's no school, and that's so great because you don't come over practice and like got to go to class, got to do homework. So you get to just be basically a pro. You're just go to practice, do your extra work, and you're done. We get a, long a break. ton of time. For, we get a yeah. long break for Christmas, which is really nice. But also, like, I feel like that break like kind of like makes you not want to be in school. At the same yeah, time. when you when you come back, <laughs> like you're when really you come back, like it. you're like, dang, I, I really got to go back to this. Like, I did a mini course <laughs> last year from like January first to the twenty first, and they got me three credits. Ooh. Highly recommend that because it kind of readies you for that coming back. Mm-hmm. You still get a little break, and then it's like not a ton of work. Like ease your way into it. Yeah, definitely. You. And then it counts for your whole semester, so like I, I didn't have to take as many classes. Mm-hmm. Come, it's like smart. I was, I was in nine credits, second semester. <laughs> yeah, that's chilling. Yeah, I was chilling. Nice. Now, what would you guys say is your, like your favorite like season? For me, I'd probably say fall, summer, winter. Hating on spring? Actually, winter would probably last, so I'd put mm-hmm. I'd put uh, spring before that. I think I completely agree with you. Yeah. <sighs> this is like separating the things that come with it, I feel like. Ooh, you're separating? See, I'm putting them together. Because win- winter is basketball season, so that like I can't put it last because obviously <laughs> I love basketball season. But if I'm separating it like based on just like the vibe of the season. Mm-hmm. Fall, you can't beat it, in my opinion. Like the the trees changing colors. um, Halloween is sort of with it, I guess. So I guess I'm kind of contradicting myself here, but (laughs) it's your show. It's that same. It's the same feeling. Like trees changing colors is that, and uh, I think that's can't beat that. My favorite weather is sweatshirt and sweatpants Mm -hmm. weather. That's, I don't know if that's that's just me, but I love it. It's no better. Did, um, did your favorite season used to be summer when you were in school, you know, nine months a year as a kid? Yeah, I mean, the the one thing about fall, that's why I'm trying to separate what comes with it because school comes with fall. And right. that is, I I mean, <laughs> I'm a, I got the Distinguished Scholar Award, but I do not like school. <laughs> I do not like it at all. Get my work done and get it out of the way. Fortunately, it's good enough to get a English Scholar Award. What's that like getting that award and just being like, yeah, whatever? Like, is it an honor? Is it just like, what are you guys doing? I don't even want to be here. Give to someone else. No, it's it's definitely an honor because I mean, it's a good it's a good accomplishment having a three seven plus. My goal isn't to have it that high, but last semester I was fortunate enough to, or last year I was fortunate enough to do that well, and um, I mean just the way that like. Dennis, the academic guy, presented it. He's like talking about how good of an award it was. It, it means something for sure, and my family is really proud of me. So I think it's definitely means something to me. I don't want to be like ignorant and be like, "Oh, this is stupid. I'm just a nerd for being for having good <laughs> grades." But it's not it's not weird to have good grades. No, not at all. And I feel like, um, especially in Nebraska, I don't know if you were done. Were you done? No, you go ahead. Um, in Nebraska, like we have so many resources mm-hmm. that like helps us like succeed. In like our best way possible, and like I feel like that's like what Sam got as an honor, especially because like you have to put the work in to get kind of that result. So like, I mean, it's an achievement, honestly. At the end of the day, like 
I mean, schools might not be the best for everybody, but you do have to kind of have school in order to get to where you want to go, like have some mm-hmm. sort of knowledge. So like in that aspect, I feel like it helps you a lot. Let's take our first break of the show. And then I have a question for both of you as it relates to adjusting from high school to college. There's an aspect I don't think we talk about enough. So we'll do that when we get back here on Walk On Weekly. Back to the Ticket Weeknights on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Back here on Walk On Weekly. Sam Hoiberg, Jeffrey Grace in the building. I'm Austin Norman. All right, so we were just talking about academics. Sam, distinguished scholar. Again, congratulations. Thank you. I think people in my shoes and plenty of just, you know, college basketball fans in general will talk about for young players the transition to college from the high school ranks as it relates to the sport and the workouts and everything athletically. What was the academic jump like from high school to college? You want to speak on it first? You want yeah, I'll go first. I I love the change because going from being in a classroom from 8 to 3.30 was like the most dreaded thing every single day in my life and i absolutely despise doing that so now just like practice in the morning i can wake up be excited for something and then have class in the afternoon one or two and then just a lot more time to do your own thing Mm -hmm. i personally love that and i just feel like there's way more freedom and i remember high school teachers were always talking about how college professors would not be chill but they're way more chill than high school teachers. And if you can kind of like get in good communication with them, I think that's the key to having like and doing your work. Obviously that's the key to getting good grades for me at least. And I'm not in the most grueling major. I'm sports media and communications, but Mm, wrap it. Let's go. Yeah, let's go. And, uh, but yeah, I mean, I like college in terms of an academic standpoint standpoint a lot more at first. I would say it definitely was a change for sure. Uh, just like kind of getting acclimated to like just college in general mm-hmm. and like kind of being away from home. Uh, it's very different, like just in terms of that aspect. So like you kind of have to adjust yourself uh, to get like used to being around different people and also like living on your own mm-hmm. at the same time of going to school and practice. So like there's a lot that goes on with it, like just like kind of balancing everything. But I feel like college definitely allows you to, like, choose your schedule in the way you want to and, like, kind of align it best for you. So, like, you have a, like Sam said, you have a lot of freedom going into it. And, like, the professors are really, like, cool and, like, they want you to, like, succeed in whatever you do. And, like, no matter if, like, you, like, show up, they just want you to, like, be there. Like, honestly, how I think of school is just, like, obviously you have to, like, get like try on assignments and everything but like the main thing is just showing up like as long as you show up you'll be good and like put in the effort like all they want to see is you try and that's like the main thing but i mean uh college is really nice i enjoy it i mean it's kind of interesting because us being juniors we're kind of getting older mm-hmm. that aspect of it is like i guess kind of scary because like we're kind of closer to like as we talked about the future mm-hmm. and like the real world and like when that comes, like, how do you adjust to that? But I feel like, especially in Nebraska, like, it, like, moves you in the right direction to, like, where you want to go. Is it hard to go to class in the afternoon after practice, or is it nicer to have practice in the morning so you're already up and going and, eh, yeah, it's just class, whatever? 
it's definitely way nicer to have practice in the morning. Mm-hmm. Uh, even though I'm not a big morning person myself, but just like having practice in the morning, getting that over with, and like just having the rest of the day, even yeah. if you do have class, if you don't have class, you can just chill and then come back for extra workout later on. It's just so nice, like, just having that part done so you, like, don't really have to worry about it anymore. Yeah, I think just getting awake, you're energized for the day. I mean, I don't know if you, like, do you ever work out in the mornings? You, I, no. No, I, well, no. if you ever did, like, <laughs> you'll feel a lot more energized, like, at least in your morning after. And uh, it's just super nice because you're just already up and ready to go. And then I, my thing is I always go to class and then I go shoot after class, so I'm out and about go to the gym and then I'm done with everything. And then if I have homework, I'll just do it at my place, but I'm just done for the day after class, which I think is really nice. I think having to go to like, if we had practices later in the day, say five, like if I had an eight o'clock class and then like a two and then try to fit an extra workout before practice and then go to practice, that would be a mess. So I love getting practice done with, and then you're free to basically do what you want after class is really nice. You mentioned Dennis LeBlanc, who I think fans will at least know that name. He gets a lot of props. There's a lot of people in that office that we know do do a lot of great work with you know every athletic program. Is that something that when you guys first got here, is that like forced on you? You have to go to them? Or is that like, hey, they're here as a resource to help you? Kind of depends. Hmm. Like, I don't get a ton of help from them, but they know I'm like very capable of doing it and I'm going to do it on my own. So you kind of got to earn that trust from them. Um, a lot of guys are they're like they have to check in, um, and I used to have to, but I got good enough grades to the point where they don't. They just sent I send my grades every week or so, every two weeks, and they're like, okay, he's good. But most people have to check in, and make sure they're doing their work, going to class. They're very they hold you accountable, which is really the most important thing, obviously. Mm-hmm. And I think that's why they have, they have such a good track record at the university. Yeah, well said by Sam. I mean, I don't really have any much else to say, but, I mean, yeah, they do a great job at their jobs, and they want to help you out. But, I mean, if you're not showing them that you're capable of doing it on your own, then obviously they're going to hit that nudge and, like, kind of, like, be hands-on with you more than usual. But, I mean, if you show them, like, you, like, are putting in the effort and, like, getting your stuff done in a timely manner, uh, of course, then, I mean, you're kind of good from there. Y'all are scholars. I'm sure you don't have to deal with it. But just, again, from not knowing how the process works, say there is an issue, there are those check-ins. Does Dennis and his staff go to the player first? Is there a check-in? Is it with a head coach, an assistant? Is it with, like, the director of ops? What's kind of that process like? Straight to a group chat with Luca and my dad. Oh, boy. (laughs) There you are not getting out of it. Straight to business. (laughs) They don't want to be texted by Dennis because they know what it means. (laughs) So... At the start of the season, we get told multiple times by the my dad, he's like, I don't want to hear from Dennis as much as you guys don't want to hear from Dennis. So <laughs> do your work. And it works pretty well. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's definitely what happens. And you definitely don't want to get to that point, obviously. But, I mean, if you do, then you should take responsibility for your actions and kind of just like, if you don't want that to happen, then get your stuff done. That's basically the main thing. It's nice, too, it sounds like, that the professors are so willing to work with you. I mean, with your, your not just your practice schedules, but some of your road trips. I mean, being gone for basically a full week at a time. What's that process like, too, like just talking with your professors? Do you have to approach them differently? Is it just a blanket, hey, I'm gone this week, catch you later? What's that like, you know, going to your professors? Well, you kind of got to prepare yourself in a timely manner mm-hmm. to, like, kind of understand what you have going on during that week. 
and like try to get ahead as much as possible as you can uh, just so you won't be behind when you come back. So like communication, like Sam said earlier in the show, is the biggest thing uh, because if you don't have that, then how are they going to know that you're going to be gone? And then how are they going to work with you to try to get to where you need to be? Stuff like that. But, uh, yeah, the professors do a great job. Uh, so I kind of, like, try to prepare myself in, like, talking to them, like, weeks before. Like, just letting them know, like, I'm going to be gone during this certain time. Like, what can I do to, like, make this up and stuff like that? Yeah, I mean, you have to have proof, obviously, that you're going to be gone on the road trips. I've had professors that will ask for it. Like, um, they, they have contact with Dennis and our other advisors, obviously, so they'll have you get proof or um, they can just email Dennis. Um, but also, I have had professors that know we're going to go play like at Michigan. They're like, yeah, you're fine. Just get it done when you can. So mm -hmm. that, that's always the nicest thing is when they kind of follow you already. And they're <laughs> like, yeah, I know you'll be gone, so just make sure you get the work done and stay. That's the, why uh, communication is so important. Because if you don't tell them, that's when things start to go downhill. Makes sense. Because I was a journalism college kid back in my day. Maybe it's changed, but at least when I was there, it's a lot of projects, right? Not a lot of traditional homework. And I know yeah. you have your, you know, your gen eds and your aces and whatnot to get done. What's that like? I mean, you gotta, you gotta film something. You gotta put something together that's a project versus homework. Some of that stuff's hard to do from the road if you don't have the equipment. Um, well, you kind of like how I kind of said, you gotta just prepare yourself. That's the main thing. Like, if you don't prepare yourself, then you're not going to be ready for to do that assignment. You're not going to get it done on time, which then that's your fault. Like, you take responsibility for your actions at that point. Um, but, I mean, like, most of the projects I feel like we do, like, I feel like we kind of understand, like, what to do with them now. Mm -hmm. Like, I feel like once you, like, kind of are at the, you're the junior level and stuff like that, like, you kind of, like, know what to do. So, like, you're, like, already kind of ahead in that aspect of, like, what you're supposed to do. So that's very helpful. Um, so you don't really have to worry about it as much and, like, stress because you know you're going to get it done. Sure. Just, it's just, like, the main thing is just about getting it done. That's the biggest thing. So did you have the module classes where you, like, had to work with the big JVC camera and stuff oh, like that? Oh, yeah. yeah. Photo, uh -huh. Photoshop and the... Audition. Yeah, yeah all that premiere. stuff. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. So it was, yep. like, every two weeks or whatever you had to... Mm -hmm. Okay, yeah. The so project that, and the critique and the yeah, project, project and the critique. critique yep. Yeah. So obviously, you know, we had time to like get it done. I was terrible at doing that. My first, especially in my first year, I was like, <laughs> "Oh, I got two weeks," and then it came it, up, and you I don't had know to do how it. to use it. And yeah, you have to figure it out on your own on the last <laughs> night and get fifty percent done for critique, whatever. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I mean that that was definitely interesting. I'm done with those module classes now, so I don't have those as many of those projects, which is pretty nice because, mm. like, if you're on the road, you literally cannot do that work. Right. Um. You got to go rent stuff from the J school and do the follow the tutorials and all that. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's just nice for me to have those classes over with the one thirties is what they were. Yeah. And they were, they yeah. were like not the most grueling, but it, at first when you didn't know what you're doing, they were tough. Right. And you just straight into it at the beginning of college too. So that was, that was, that was tough for me. It, you, you are not alone in that. <laughs> let's let's take our last break of the show. Uh, plenty more to get with here in the last five ten minutes of the show. Uh, we'll back uh, with more Walk On Weekly next. 
back to the Ticket Weeknights on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Back one final time here on Walk On Weekly. Austin Norman, Sam Hoiberg, Jeffrey Grace here. James Harden to the Clippers, eh? What do we think? Crazy. Especially the timing of it all. Like, I don't know when you guys got the alert, but I got the alert at like 2 in the morning. And I was like, I looked at my phone this morning. You no, oh, just... like when we woke up, when we woke up for practice, and I was like, "Whoa! Like, how did that happen overnight? Like, look at Woj." Yeah, that was. I mean, I saw a funny tweet today. It was like, every like every fan base has like their happiest moment. Oh, yeah. Or two teams a year have their happiest moments when James Harden gets traded away from your team, and when James Harden gets traded to your team, <laughs> which I think is. I mean, I don't know if Sixers fans are that happy with that trade. I mean. Just from the outside look of it right now, it looked horrible. Just from my, and I, didn't, I didn't look at it that like I didn't break it down that much, but I mean, really interesting for the Clippers. Very interesting. Very interesting. They got I, PJ Tucker too. Yeah, that's huge. That's, that was big too. He's a great culture guy. Who is the best player on the Clippers right now? Kawhi. That's my I think Kawhi. Kawhi. Aldi. Yeah. Sure. Kawhi. It's got to be Kawhi still. How close is Paul George? He's close. Far. Shouting distance. I, I still shouting. like Paul George. You still PG guy? I love Paul George. You think he's better, though? Or? No. Okay, yeah. Mm-hmm. I think Kawhi is so elite defensively, obviously, that it just that's where that difference comes in. Because, like, yeah, like Sam said, the difference in, like, when Paul George gets cold, like, he gets cold. And, like, when Kawhi gets cold, like, he can actually affect the game on defense as well. But Paul George can do the same, but, like, Paul George doesn't do it as much. Like, when he gets cold, he kind of gets in his head a little bit too much. Paul George strikes me as a better like second side guy, not yeah. not nearly as good on ball. Yeah, I mean he's but he's gotten like very good. Like his handles are really underrated, I think, especially mm-hmm. for his size. So he, I mean he's he's obviously super good, um, but I I think Kawhi is just in that elite group of players still when he's healthy, obviously. But I mean James Harden now and Westbrook's been playing pretty well. Like they they look good. Zubach still. I like Zubach. Me too. I, I, do. I think he's very underrated. And they mm-hmm. still got a good bench too with like Norman Powell, Bones. They didn't give up Terrence Tucker. Mann. Yeah, yeah. Terrence Mann. Terrence, Terrence Mann too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I saw people saying like how did they like how did they keep Bones, Mann, yeah, and Powell? Like they that's crazy. finesse them. And is that is that a loss on Philly's part for not getting one of them? Or did Philly just have to do whatever it had to do just to get Harden out of there? I think they were just sick and tired yeah. of it. Maury was... So tired of him, and it showed with that trade. I it's think it's crazy to see how fast their relationship went in the tank. Like Maury did everything to get him to Philly. I'm not gonna say he made him. Like James Harden was balling in Oklahoma City, but Daryl Maury helped unlock him. Then for Harden to turn just like that, man, that that's cold. <laughs> I mean, it's a business at the end of the day. It's what it really is. What it comes down to. It's just so it like. I feel like this is happening so much more than it used to. I don't know. Maybe I just didn't pay as much attention with, with players like sitting out for money and stuff like that. Did that? Did you guys ever see that happening like ten years ago? No, no, not even five. Yeah, and I don't know if it's because there's so much more money now. They're like, oh, I want to get this two hundred sixty million, or whatever. When they're still getting like a hundred sixty, it's like mm-hmm. you really need to sit out for that. But right. yeah, I mean. We'll see if Harden will be happy. It seems like he's always happy at the start, and then hopefully, <laughs> hopefully they can figure it out. But 
Kawhi is obviously seamless. Anyone can play with Kawhi. Right. Paul George seems like just his personality seems like someone who can play with anyone. And then Russ, mm -hmm. I feel like he's been through enough at this point where he's just kind of accepting roles. So Russ is learning to take a backseat. Yeah. I didn't sure. think he was going to, but I'm going to give Ty Lue some credit for that. I think he's got a good pulse on it. Last thing come on Harden's legacy, right? Jeff, you said it's business, right? And it is. I think we all understand that. Does James Harden just constant like moving around affect his legacy at all? Do you think? I mean, if you really look at it, no, because he's still like a threat at the end of the day. Like he's still like you've seen what he's done in Houston. You've seen what he's done in OKC when he was younger, and he developed into the player he was in Houston. Like he's still got that in him. It's just. He has to like accept his role, like especially now with the team he's going to be on now. Mm -hmm. Like he has to accept the role that he's going to be provided. Uh, if he doesn't, then it won't work out. But I mean, with the players he has around him, I feel like he'll be in a much po more positive envi environment that he wants to be in, which will also benefit him because, as we see, like if James Harden isn't happy, then he just isn't happy. Like I feel like now with the people he has surrounded with him, like reuniting with Russell Westbrook too. Like, that mm -hmm. helps so much, especially with their chemistry that they've had and grown. So I feel like he just, like, it doesn't affect his legacy, I, I wouldn't say, because he's he still can be that player, no, no doubt about it. Like, he's still a ball player, and, like, any team could really use him. He had 42 in the playoffs last year. Let's yeah. not forget People that. Forget. Against the Celtics. Yeah. Mm -hmm. like he's he, still got he's it. still elite. Gentlemen, it's been fun. Thanks for letting me sit in with you. Yeah, absolutely. No doubt about it. Uh, good luck Monday. Good rest appreciate of the week. Mm -hmm. Get healthy. Stay healthy. You too. Get everyone else healthy. It's been fun. Appreciate it, guys. Yeah. Happy Halloween, ladies and gentlemen. Great show. There you go. Jeffrey Grace, Sam Hoyberg. I'm Moss Norman. We've got the Lincoln Stars coming up next. Don't go anywhere. More Ticket Weeknights in just a sec.